the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Moppin Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets for when you care enough to send the very best, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, by Evolution Sports in Redlands, and Vortex Optics, Vortex, the force of optics. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hello, folks. Welcome to another edition of Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman. We're going to have a great day today. And uh, not only are we going to have a great day today, but I'm going to tell you a little bit about an event that's coming up here November 5th. November 5th at Stone Church Brewing down there in Corona, California, Dos Lagos. You can go see Bill Steinkirchner. He's having the um, all amber waves of grain. All Amber Waves of Grain, uh, microbrewing competition. Bill, tell us a little bit about this. Well, it's actually a fundraising event. There's going to be 29 microbreweries present, and we're raising funds for um, various nonprofit organizations that directly support uh, veteran services. So uh, with the 29 microbreweries, uh, you can get the tickets on amberwavesofgrain.eventbrite.com. It's $40. It includes unlimited tastings. A pine glass. In addition, we'll have uh, military vehicles from World War II all the way up to the present. We'll have a living veteran history museum where you could uh, interact and speak with a Pearl Harbor survivor, an Iwo Jima veteran, and an individual from the 6th Battalion. And kicking off the event is actually a parade uh, that starts at 10 o'clock. The um, event, the beer festival event itself is 11 to 3 on November 5th. 11 to 3 o'clock, November 5th, $40 for unlimited tastings, and uh, you even get your own pint glass. That sounds like an awesome event. Now, one of the things that I wanted to bring up with you, um, bring up with you, we, we've had recently, there's one of our other local companies, and I'm sure you've probably run into them before, but um, Hangar 24 actually went out and did a commercial for, or allowed their their property and the owner to do a commercial for an anti-firearm anti-American congressman named Pete Aguilar. And, and that has upset me greatly to the point of, I want to make sure that if I'm going to imbibe in a ambery beverage, I'm doing so with somebody who is Second Amendment friendly. So can you tell us a little bit about your background? Well, um, being in the military, um, you know, you're, you know, I'm in the Army, but the Marines have a logo as well. You know, every Marine is a rifleman where every person in the Army, you know, you you are required to qualify on either a 9mm or 16, which would be your sidearm for an officer or, you know, your rifle for an enlisted on a yearly basis. And that is, that's a requirement. And it's, you know, they teach you all about safety. They teach you about, you know, handling handling the weapon properly, not wasting ammunition, and, and why the, the, the weapon is there is, is 
for your own personal protection, but also to protect the United States as well. Um, you know, the Second Amendment is, is very clear, and it, it is a constitutional right, and whether, you know, people believe that or not, it's really what has made this, this country great. Um, you know, these individuals that spout that they are against weapons because of their personal beliefs is one thing, and all you see is crime. But there's nothing to say that this country could not be, you know, uh, is not vulnerable to any type of attack anywhere in the world. And I, I would think that everybody that owned a, a weapon would actually come together and help defend this country and not go after each other. You know, in, in World War II... Uh, one of the reasons Japan held off trying to invade California or the West Coast was basically they said that the American culture, the American culture is, you know, riflemen. Um, rifles are America's martial arts. So they said that there'd be a rifle behind every blade of grass. And, you know, they did not have the manpower to stop something like that. So an invasion here wouldn't happen. We would have to self-destruct from inside. And, you know, fortunately in the 40s, we didn't do that. Although you look at some of our leadership these days and, and they're pushing us down that road quite a bit. You have an opportunity in your area to vote for somebody for Congress named Doug Shepard. He's running against Mark Takano. I highly recommend you guys take a look at him. But he's he's a pro-Second Amendment. He's a very conservative, good family man, local businessman. Uh, basically the exact opposite of Mark Takano. So, you know, you want to make sure that you're supporting the right Congress people in your area because they're the ones who are going to vote. They eventually become senators and, and move on, and they're the ones who are going to vote on everything that we have to deal with. You also have Melissa Melendez down there in Elsinore. She's a state legislator, great person, great pro-Second Amendment. Um, hopefully she's going to get involved with you there. I want to thank you for your 23 years of military service. That's absolutely awesome. Um, you said that the Second Amendment is... Obviously, it's part of our Constitution, or it's the Bill of Rights, an amendment to the Constitution, to be technical for any lawyers out there. But, um, you know, it's amazing what I have to say sometimes. But the, um, the fact is that everybody who is in office had to swear to protect and defend the Constitution. How do you think they get around that, where they try and tear it apart, even though they've raised their right hand and sworn that they would protect and defend it? Well, as a... Well, it, it's funny because once they're there to defend and support the Constitution, but it's not to say that they have individuals working behind the scenes to try and, and tear away at those individual rights at the local level, which is really what makes the country great, the, 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 the three levels of government that we do have. But you do bring up an excellent point. They do raise their hand to support and defend the Constitution to try and, and tear away at those original Bill of Rights is... You know, it, they really need to make themselves public and not try to circumvent the system by doing things behind the scenes. And I believe that, you know, it's not it's not guns that kill people. It, it's people that kill people. And I think the individuals that are against uh, having guns just really, I, I think it's it, it really should be part of an educational process, if you ask me. I mean, it's my personal opinion. You know, there's sex education classes that go on in schools. They should have, you know, you know, this is basically gun safety laws and, and, and education and, and what this, this amendment really truly means to the population, both 
pros and cons, not just you know one one sided. But why this particular statement was put in the Constitution, and we know that because without the militia, you know this we would probably still be under British rule had we not had individual farmers and and most of the citizenry that owned weapons. Where would we be today if that constitutional right was not there and put in place? You're, you're absolutely right, and I know I have the right guy on the phone here. Bill Steinkirchner, also, uh, if you speak German, that's Stone Church, uh, the owner of Stone Church Brewing. Now, November 5th, you're going to have this microbrewing thing, but what do you guys do on a daily basis there? And, and I want to invite my listeners to come on down and uh, sit down and uh, pour a pint and tell, tell us what we're going to find there. Well, when you walk into the, um, we took our last name being Steinkirchner translated as Stone Church. We kept with the theme. So when you walk into the microbrewery, we're actually one of the few microbreweries in California in a retail center. So you walk in, you kind of get an upscale, uh, medieval-looking church theme uh, where the brewery operations is in the back. We have live music every Friday. Every once in a while we do special events, like we had a Duran Duran tribute concert in the back alley we call the crypt uh that turned out to be a great event now uh, we we uh, were very committed into the, uh, the to the community on giving back um we're getting ready to celebrate next month the uh the marine corps uh, birthday we've got a santa pub crawl coming up i mean just all kinds of wonderful events a costume party so it's it's very different from the breweries that most people are used to going to where it's very industrial looking and although breweries out there everybody has you know, different tastes and different ways of brewing beer and very unique. You'll find your own taste. We've got something for everybody, from from a blonde, a, a Kolsch, all the way to a stout. Very and when nice. you come there, you if you come in alone, you're actually leaving knowing a friend. The staff is very friendly. The, the customers that we have are just phenomenal. Most of them have actually become friends of ours um, just by their demeanor and, and, and how we interact. And, and, and the fact that we can have conversations like this, like we're having now where somebody may disagree, people still walk out basically arm in arm as friends. Well, that would mean that you have a high percentage of alcohol in the beer. I, I, I would I'm, recommend. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, I love you, man. Oh, you're great, bro. <laughs> Hey, you do get your money's worth at Stone Church, I tell you that. Awesome. So Stone Church Brewing, you're down there at Dos Lagos off the 15 freeway south of the 91 in the South Corona area. Um, awesome stuff. You're on Facebook at Stone Church Brewing, right? And you have your events you can right. update on there. And anything else uh, you want to see? We're on Facebook and our, and our website as well. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So, so once again, you have your Amber Waves of Grain, November 5th, microbrewing, uh, fundraising for, for the Army and the veterans. That's an awesome thing. I want to thank you for what you're doing. I want to thank you for being a pro-Second Amendment uh, microbrewing company so I can now imbibe happily, than, happier than I was before. So, uh, All right. Bill, thank you very much for joining us. Good luck. We'll see you on the 5th. All right. Thanks a lot. Bye. Firing Line Radio Show. We'll be right back after this. A message from Vince, the owner of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo in Riverside. If you're a first-time gun owner or thinking about purchasing your first firearm, whether for hunting, home defense, or recreational shooting, it is important to take the next step and become a responsible gun owner. We highly recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training class, one that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude essentials to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. 
As a law-abiding citizen, you have the right to self-defense, and with that right comes an obligation to educate yourself on the laws and safety procedures needed to use a firearm properly. For information about certified firearm training classes, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside at 951-823-0211 or check out their schedule of classes at bullseyesport.com. Because of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo, we believe in safety first. 951-823-0211. Pull! Whether you're a gold medalist or new to the sport of shooting, you'll love Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, where Olympians shoot. Prado's shotgun facility is world-class, offering trap, skeet, and five-stand. And the pistol and rifle ranges are safe and enjoyable shooting environments with professionals there to answer all your questions. Are you an experienced pistol shooter with an itch to take your skills to the next level? Discover the sport of practical shooting at one of the monthly events. Prado hosts ISPC shooting events open to the public every first and third Sunday with Prado Running Gun Club, blending accuracy, power, and speed with challenging multiple moving targets, penalty targets, and obstacles. Prado Olympic Shooting Park is a great place to teach your whole family about the safe and effective use of firearms. Bring the whole family for an exciting day at the shooting range. Call Prado Olympic Shooting Park at 909-597-4518. Online at shootprado.com. 909-597-4518. AM 590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside and cutting-edge bullets for when you care enough to send the very best. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick! Hello, folks. Welcome back to Boomstick Radio. This is Philip Naiman here, and you know, you all know by now, that every week... On the Firing Line Radio Show, our conversation is going to revolve around firearms, hunting, gun rights, the Second Amendment, and everything else that's good in the Constitution. But our faithful companion in the battle to uphold these rights has been our longtime sponsor, Vince Torres, at Bullseye Sports, Guns, and Ammo in Riverside. You've heard me talk about the Firing Line Gun of the Month Club. Well, Bullseye Sports, one of the establishments participating in the club. Uh, ben, one of those, we had the Glock 19 for 519. They had a Remington 783 for a couple hundred dollars. It was amazing. The uh, Remington 870 12 gauge was like 269 after rebate. Great Gun prices. of the Month Club has got the best stuff going on. So check them out for that. Each month for the next year, there's going to be a special offer on a firearm for club members. For more information about the club and benefits of membership, go to Bullseye Sport. Bullseye Sport in Riverside, where the Inland Empire gets their guns and ammo. 951-823-0211. That's 951-823-0211 or number two on your speed dial on your phone. Visit the website at bullseyesport.com. Bullseyesport.com. Well, I... After four years with Vince as our sponsor, his number should be number two on your speed dial. So just just set it, and we're good. Hey, I want to uh, introduce, welcome back here and introduce you to one of uh, a great sponsors here at, at KTIE, but a great patriot over that. And you heard me just mention his name. It's Ben Clymer. Ben Clymer, the Corona area? Yeah, Corona Riverside area. Living in the Corona Riverside area. has been. I've seen him around at many patriotic events. Um, he's been in and out of the station quite a bit as a guest on other shows. But I want to welcome here to Firing Line Radio Show because he is an ardent and fantastic Second Amendment supporter. So, Ben, welcome to the show. Thank you, Philip. It's great to be here. Hey, why don't you give us a, a, a 10 seconds on your background? Well, you can take longer than 10 seconds, but... 
Well, small business owner, a business started by my mother and father, and the family still owns and operates the five locations that we now have today. And that's auto body services. Auto body collision repair. I've been around 26 years, and I'm involved in the local communities we do business in, the communities we live in, and as well as the political process. Yeah, you see a lot of changes in the in the Inland Empire. You know, the growth factors that happened kind of stalled off a little bit in the mid-2000s, but, you know... We're coming back, and um, one of the things you've seen is the political climate changing out here, and that's something you've been involved in as a citizen. Why don't you give us a little background on that? So to to speak more about what you're referring to, the Riverside County, for the first time in quite some time, decades, actually just changed from having the majority registered as Republicans. Um, now the Democrat Party has slightly more registered voters than Republicans in the county, and there's a growing trend for the independent voters. So there's more N- NPPs currently. I think we're over 25%, nearly 25%. Um, that's continuing to change. And there's a lot of different factors, whether it's immigration, whether it's millennials. Uh, the universities have a lot of impact on the minds of our youth. Um, and also there's a lot of apathy. And I think the citizens, uh, and us of us, the two of us sitting here, we're primarily responsible to do what we can to, to cure that apathy. Yeah. Well, when you find the cure for apathy, you let me know. I think the only <laughs> okay. cure for apathy is hunger. Fair. You know, hunger is a great motivator. And when people aren't hungry, they just don't care. They're watching whatever Kim Kardashian's doing, you know, measuring her girth. And they're all excited about that. Uh, who tweeted this? Who tweeted that? What did Bruce Jenner cut off or not cut off? It just... Where, where where society is so far from where it needs to be to run efficiently, it just boggles my mind. Correct. Uh, to, to your point, the citizens, most of us seem to be more interested in following the shiny Hollywood baubles than the truly important issues. Yeah, that's a sad, sad thing. Well, um, Riverside County, you just said, and I didn't realize this, that has more Democrats than Republicans now. It's always been a conservative county. One of the things that... California instituted a few years ago is the, the the DMV voter registration. And this is something that's, you know, I've been talking a long time now for several months about Cal gun vote, where we want to have every gun store registering people to vote. October 15th today is the last day to register to vote for this election. This is only the most important election of your life. I would agree that this election cycle is extremely important because the last eight years have not been great at all by anybody's measurement. Exactly. And we have to get conservatives out there to vote because right now we're drinking the other team's Kool-Aid. Everybody keeps saying, well, you can't win. You can't win in California. You can't win in California. But the numbers don't say that. If we have 10 million, according to Chuck Michelle, Michelle and Associates, uh, he's the president of the California Rifle Pistol Association and the lead attorney for the NRA, he says that there's 8 to 12 million registered gun owners in the state of California. The last governor's election, 7 million people showed up. 4 million of those lunatics voted for Jerry Brown. That's why we're in the state we are in this state of, of having to repeal, you know, eight more draconian gun laws that he's passed. He's passed four or five every year, but these last eight were just the coup de grace. It's his, his going away present for us, if you will. So um, we've had these issues. We do have the ability to vote correctly if people show up and get registered. But I'm afraid they're drinking the other team's Kool-Aid thinking that this is a non-winnable event. You might as well stay home. 
Yeah, and that's super unfortunate because, Philip, to your point, if the number is 8 to 12, so let's call it 10 million. Let's call it 10. And 7 million showed up. Well, right there, we already have the numbers. If the gun owners would vote for not just pro-gun candidates, but fiscally conservative candidates, and the vast supermajority are going to happen to have a Republican registration next to their name. Now, um, on the other side of the coin, because this isn't a partisan show, but I, I do have a conservative bent, I'm going to tell you California Republicans have blown it. The California Republican Party has been disastrous. It's been like... Uh, you heard me say earlier, it's like herding juvenile cats. If you go to some of the local committee meetings, um, the infighting, the not backing of conservative people, the pettiness is disgusting. You, you think you're at a cheerleaders camp or something. Not that I've ever been to a cheerleaders camp, but I'm just, you know, <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Maybe you observed I'm guessing. I'm guessing that's what it was like okay. because it was about the same level of, of maturity all the way around. And hey, if that stings, it should. So to to that point, we we had a central committee meeting where there's there seems to be hesitancy in backing truly uh, pro Bill of Right candidates, absolutely dedicated to the entire Bill of Rights, and instead behind the scenes almost working for the status quo. Exactly, and that's so unfortunate because we hear how it's so important to register with this particular party because they're going to fight for your rights, but then behind closed doors, out of the other side of the mouth. There is, well, this person really, they know how things really work, and so we're going to work to support this individual. Well, that's not what the constituents truly want, especially those that are fiscally conservative, pro-gun Who are trusting voters. you. They're trusting you with their vote to do what you say, and then they change their mind. Now, the other thing I can't stand, and I'm going to say this right out there, guys, those of you who say that you have a conservative or Republican bent, but you give money to the Democrats because you have business before them. Well, that's a pay to play. That's Hillary Clinton. You know, you might as well just vote for Hillary Clinton, get it over with, because you are lining your pocketbook with the rest of our money and selling us down the road. That's cretinism. You know, you're a crony socialist. And if that's the way you are, just quit listening to my show right now before I find you and choke you out. How's that? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and I get a little worked up sometimes. I, I can tell. They say I should work on my anger management, but you know, choking out bad guys—that that is my anger management. That, that is your anger management. I, I'd like to see more of that from the different miscellaneous county parties, really supporting all the Republican candidates. Um, and because this is not necessarily a partisan show. There's very few. It's not partisan. It's a conservative show. It's a conservative. You can be a conservative Democrat if you vote the way I do. I don't care what party you're in. For example, on that exact topic, uh, there's a Democrat. His name is Richard Roth. I will say his gun votes, pretty dang solid. Um, He was actually rated an A by the gun owners of California, which is tough to get from them. Right, right. Business votes, not so much. So I want to see candidates that can pull off an A with gun votes. And business votes. That's what we that. need representing us. I understand that. You know, one of the things in fighting this, these draconian uh, laws that uh, uh, Jerry Brown just put on us is, is we need to have coalitions. At uh, the rally we had here in Riverside, you know, there's pink pistols. Um, this this guy, Nikki was up there and he's talking from his group and there's other groups from across the state that are out there. And that's a coalition focused on a specific uh, agenda, And that's important that we come alongside people like that, because if they're willing to, to work in our direction, why are we stopping them? Right. Um, and and if we have to repeal 
the Second Amendment bills have been passed or the attack on the Second Amendment bills have been passed, everybody's got to get in the boat, grab an oar, and keep rowing. Just keep rowing. If you're worried about who's rowing next year, just look forward and put your oar in the water and keep going because we have, we have a goal to do. We've got to get there, and it's losing is not an option. No, it really isn't, and what concerns me is as bad as Jerry Brown is because he's by no imagination great. As bad as he is, the one that's going to be Gavin running Newsom. next, Gavin Newsom, keep, keep this in mind. And, and this is what I want all individuals to understand about Mr. Brown. 2,000 bills come to his desk, and he vetoes approximately half of them, about, about half of them. So still half of the bad laws passed. But the point is about half of them, he says, wow, this is bad even for me. My fear is with Gavin Newsom, he's going to say, rock on. Exactly. Keep these bad laws coming. We have to stop that from happening. Firing Line Radio Show, we'll be right back after this. Are you an expert marksman looking for a clean, safe place to shoot? Or maybe you've never shot a gun but want to learn? Well, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range is the best place to work on your shooting skills, no matter what your experience level is. With 21,000 square feet of indoor range space, 35 shooting lanes, and an electronic target retrieval system, it means no line breaks and more trigger time. The friendly people at Riverside Indoor Shooting Range can answer all your questions about firearms training, self-defense training, firearm rentals, gunsmithing, archery, and more. And for the ladies, the Riverside chapter of The Well-Armed Woman meets there the second Tuesday of each month for women of all experience levels. Looking for a great holiday gift for the shooting enthusiast in your life? During the month of December, get 10% off a full year's membership or 10% off any gift certificate of $40 or more. Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. For directions and info, log on to RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. That's RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. AM590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, by Evolution Sports in Redlands, and CCW Safe. Spartans, lay down your weapons! Persians, come and get them! Mulan La Bay Saturday, folks. Hey, I want to talk to you real quickly now, because this is what dreams are made of. Have you ever dreamed? that somebody would modernize the Russian AK-47. I mean, handcraft it right here in America. Better quality parts, precision assembly. Well, somebody's done that. And that somebody is Evolution Sports in Redlands. Evolution Sports has brought the AK-47 into the 21st century by creating a gun that combines the historic AK-47 with today's modern sporting rifle. It's the next evolution in AK-47s. It's versatile and even accepts attachments. Evolution Sports makes each rifle by hand with the highest level of expectation for their products backed by a lifetime warranty. At Evolution Sports, you get the parts and service all in one store with honesty, fair pricing, and a friendly atmosphere and outstanding customer service. So check out the new Evolution AK at Evolution Sports. Your neighborhood gun store. They're at 490 Alabama Street in Redlands, 909-792-9898, 909-792-9898, or online at evolutionak.com, 909-792-9898. Now, I never, quote, uh, bring firearms into the studio because that might be against policy or something like that. But sure. if I had, and if I were to bring an Evolution AK-47 in here, all I could tell you is that was a darn nice rifle. Whoever talks about AK-47s with fit and finish and nice triggers, hmm. uh, unheard of, right? Um, but amazing. I mean, not that it was ever here, but well, I guess if you watch the video, you know, I'm a 
freaking liar. But <laughs> it was a absolutely um, amazing rifle. Um, these guys do a great job. They make them right here in Redlands. So it's Evolution AK-47. Glad to have it on there. Anyway, uh, folks, welcome back. I've got Ben Clymer here. Now, Ben Clymer, citizen extraordinaire. Uh, he's here in the local Riverside Corona area, businessman, but more than that, he's a pro-Second Amendment, pro-Constitution supporter, so we wanted to have him on the show. He is a um, he is, he's a shooter also. That's correct. You bust a cap. On targets. <laughs> <laughs> I will clarify that's, that. That's still a vague answer. <laughs> <laughs> on targets. <laughs> um, I, I do enjoy shooting. Uh, I've had... I believe it really stems with education. I'm not a fan of more and more laws, so I'm not saying it should be mandatory education. But, Philip, I'd have to agree with you that we need more educated firearm owners, enthusiasts, and practitioners, those who train regularly. So what do you mean by educated then? Because that could be a lot of different things. So what I mean by education is not propaganda from a a state-sponsored indoctrination camp. I mean public school. Public school. Yeah, yeah. What I'm referring to is to get firearm training, uh, go to a course. Uh, there were some individuals that I had trained with up out of Prado, Olympic Shooting Park, and I do that on a semi-regular basis. And I like the philosophy of not practicing with a firearm, but training with a firearm with the intent to use it. It is an enjoyable experience. Um, it does give you respect for what it can do. Um, the, the individuals that I was referring to uh, Homefront Consulting, um, local business owners as well. And there's so many different options for firearm enthusiasts to get that training, to get that education. Why would you not take advantage of all the options that you have uh, and get proficient in firearm usage? You know, I, I do a few training classes. They're usually uh, on a smaller side. Um, I like to go down to Riverside Indoor Shooting Range in a midweek evening, you know, get my own range. It's kind of nice. I do, I do a small class, two to four people. Um, and, and I take beginners out mostly. And, and one of the things is when I'm doing theirs, I'm teaching the functioning of the guns, how they operate, trigger control, sight pattern, all that other stuff. And I take them from never touching a gun to shooting a bullseye pretty darn well. You know, I mean, the lady last night, uh, Sue, she just shot the heck out of everything. And, and, uh, man, the bad guy was hurting uh, at the end of the night. So it was, it was awesome doing that, but that, takes them to a level of proficiency where they should go to a class because the outdoor classes shooting next to somebody else who's shooting it adds different things into it uh, and it's good camaraderie too but the training element of being on a line with 15 or 20 other people and you know four or five different instructors out there and drawing and firing that's a whole different avenue and i think one of the the hardest things for me when it came to defensive shooting was because my background is target shooting and and hunting you know picking out a specific spot and drilling it um and in combat shooting it's all good man you know (laughs) whether you blow the x out or you're two inches to the right of the x it's all good it's still good and it's hard to get that over aiming as opposed to shooting quickly so it's good to, to have both to learn the proper techniques but then you need to start taking these courses because if you ever have to use a pistol in defensive measures, you're going to need it. You're going to need to know draw stroke. You're going to need to know sight pattern. You're going to need to quickly get into position. You don't have all day. No, you don't. And and again, it's it's something that I would like to see more individuals do. I'd like to see more individuals 
have the interest, especially the law-abiding citizens. Only. Well, let's face it, the criminals, they don't really care about these these laws that get passed. They're carrying anyway. Is that why they're criminals? Exactly. So what I'm speaking to is for the citizens that are listening, that are law-abiding, why would you not want to lawfully, and I say lawfully because constitutionally we know that it already recognizes your innate rights from our creator to have the right to defend yourself, but lawfully, why would you not want to carry so we happen to be blessed in this state of California to live in counties, Riverside and San Bernardino, where we have sheriffs that actually encourage the concealed carry weapons permit. You know, you probably know Stan Sniff pretty well. I know him. Okay. Stan Sniff is a great Second Amendment supporter. He is. I am I am unbelievably shocked every time I see a forum on Calguns or something like that where guys are bashing him. Because he's too restrictive on the second on the CCW issuance, he's not a, a shall issue; he's a may issue, which means that you have to pass a background check. You know, I got to tell you, those guys who who feel that way move to Los Angeles County, move to San Diego County, even Orange County. Feel what it's oppression tough. is like, and then come back and celebrate <laughs> Stan Sniff because he still has like a ninety-seven or ninety-eight percent issue rate. That's correct. And with that kind of an issue rate, he's not holding back. If you don't have one, you haven't applied, or there's really a story in your background you haven't admitted to yet. That's also correct. And and I think the biggest limiter of the amount that they're able to issue, they only have two go-to guys right. in that department. And all of a sudden, after San Bernardino, you know, they Through went the from, roof. We Well, um, San Bernardino County, I know the numbers, they were issuing seven or 800 a year. Some 730, I think, was the number. He had 733 applications and 731 applicants or received them. Okay. It's almost 100% pass rate. So um, of that of that number, all of a sudden, they had 3,700 people wanted, then 4,000 people wanted. And so the system got flooded because people weren't taking advantage of it. And then all of a sudden, a big flood. And, and well, it's the county's fault they're not doing this. Well, come on, man. Because these yeah. guys a little bit of a break. they got to work through the the pig and the python exactly that would be like our industry in the collision repair industry in other states where they get hail damage yeah and all of a sudden they just get flooded with this massive influx of vehicles needing to be repaired you can only process so many at are once. you that guy that actually prays for hail no i don't <laughs> <laughs> i know what hail does to buildings and cars and everything else as well as people outside when it happens it's a bad thing it's a bad it thing is. all right so um well, Ben, talk about the type of shooting that you like to do yourself. You've got a, you're traded, but what what kind of firearms do you like to shoot? My preference, I really do enjoy uh, shooting handguns. Um, I got also the opportunity to go to Front Sight in Nevada. They had a four four day defensive handgun class, which is very comprehensive. Um, so I enjoy that. The firearm I like to use for handguns is Glocks. Uh, not nearly as sexy as a 1911. I, I freely admit it. I own a 1911 made by Sig Sauer. Um, they're Spartan model, so it's very pretty, very sexy. That's great, but a Glock does shoot just about the same, and it works. I don't have to worry about taking care of it that well. It just works, and it's very accurate, uh, very light. And again, like I mentioned, I, I want people to be engaged in CCWs. The Glock uh, 26 model works really well for everyday carry. Very nice. Now, um, you shoot rifle too? Yes. The AR sporting rifle. Oh, the freedom rifle. The freedom rifle. It's a modern day rifle. It's it's not an assault weapon. I, I have no idea why people continue to use that. It's a 2016 musket. There you go. It's the modern day every man's rifle. 
Um, and it's also a coyote gun. Really, if you want an AR, I would encourage individuals to get an AR-10. Smith & Wesson has one one really good, the MMP-10. Now, many people don't know the difference, 15 and 10. Tell them a 10. Okay, so the 10 is your what I would consider your real rifle. It's used for deers, so 308 versus the 5.56 or 223 Remington. It is only marginally heavier. Um, it has marginal more kick, but really fun it's to a shoot. semi-auto it's not really not a lot of kick on that we'll, we'll come back we'll talk about the difference between an ar-15 and an ar-10 um because i think they're both great weapons um and they are both fun to shoot both fun and so we'll be right back after this if you carry a concealed weapon and own a concealed carry permit you need protection beyond the weapon my name is larry vickers and i'm a retired veteran of u.s special operations and i now teach law enforcement civilians and members of our military in advanced firearm training i train people to use their firearms in almost any situation but i can't prepare them for what happens if they are forced to use a gun to save their lives that's why i use ccw safe they offer membership plans for concealed carry permit holders, and if members are involved in a use of force incident, CCW Safe provides expert witnesses, investigators, and the best defense attorneys in the U.S. Yearly plans range from $99 for a single membership to $150 for a dual membership, and special plans are available for law enforcement and military. Members are required to have a valid concealed carry permit and must maintain their permit. Visit ccwsafe.com today. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Hey, folks, I hope you're being entertained and, uh, and educated. So I'm here with Ben Clymer. Ben Clymer, citizen extraordinaire, pro Second Amendment guy, um, heck of a shooter. And we're going to talk about some of the differences in some of your favorite rifles, the AR-10 and the AR-15. Now, they look very similar. It looks like one obeyed his mom and ate his vegetables and grew to be a larger size. Mm-hmm. And the other one just, you know, didn't. So tell us the difference between the AR-15 and the AR-10. So to your point, slightly larger with the AR-10, uh, a little bit thicker. The the lower receiver obviously is bigger so that it can handle um, the larger magazine. And I mean, the recoil. The recoil, um, totally different um, upper because the upper has to match with it. Um, but there, it basically comes down to the difference in ammunition, the caliber size. So a three oh eight, which is what the AR-10 shoots, it's a thirty caliber bullet. It's the same three oh eight that... You know, the, the police sniper specials, it's Correct. it's a two-inch cartridge. Um, shoots a 165-grain bullet about 2,600 feet a second, and maybe a little bit slower out of the gas impingement, maybe 2,500 feet a second out of the semi-auto. But it's a big, heavy bullet for a semi-automatic bu- rifle. Correct, compared to the 5.56, five, which is going to go for anywhere 55, from... 55, yeah. Oh, it could be, it could be uh, significantly faster. However, the foot-pound torque, as far as impact, <laughs> it's significantly higher yeah. with the 308. Well, on the, on the, for most AR-15s, like a 55-grain bullet is just around 3,000, maybe a little bit less depending on the, the system, some a little bit more, but it's about 3,000 feet a second for a 55-grainer. Uh, and as you said, it's a 55-grain bullet as opposed to a 165-grain bullet. So one is literally exactly three times larger than the other. Yep. So if you're going almost the same velocity 
and one is three times heavier than the other, the foot-pounds expended upon target are dramatically larger. Correct, and, and that's why police use the AR-10 for their snipers. That's why they do not use an AR-15. An AR-15, even with the armed forces, that's standard issue for them, but every combat troop is going to have at least one man in the group with that AR-10. And that is... Or, or and a different style 308. Whether it's or a different style or 308, or correct. Like and that is strictly because of the fact it has significantly greater takedown power. It has to shoot through mud huts. There you go. A, a AR-15 doesn't. No, yeah, not so, nearly as well. Yeah. Well, it, you know, if you've got a 15-inch mud wall, AR-15 is not making it. No. And I, I, would, I would throw this out there, too, though, for those of us that live in suburban track homes, the AR-10 may not be the most effective home defense weapon considering you're living in very close proximity to your neighbors however if i lived on a ranch oh yeah don't miss don't miss if you live on a ranch that would be the best self-defense weapon. let me tell you right this i think that that clearing a house with a bad guy in it with an ar-10 is absolutely a work of art and here's why (laughs) it should be hand loaded with nozzler ballistic tip 125 grain bullets at about 3200 feet a second (laughs) 3200 feet a second it, it is a disintegrator. So the bad guy was there. Boom. Bad guy's gone, literally gone. And his buddy is like, uh, uh, where, where'd Jeff go? Uh, I'm leaving too. So you only have to shoot once. So Nosler is an awesome round of ammunition. And then you have Hornady. Well, the, the ballistic tip is, is just something that the expansion rate, quick expansion rate is dramatic. So what do you think of Hornady's critical duty line? It's a different thing. That's, that's their um, uh, pistol ammo. You know, which, which is great. I like, I really like the uh, cutting edge. I mean, they are a sponsor, but the cutting edge PhD ammo for pistol, I think is the best because it's got four pedals that go into four different wound channels. It's got a blunt trauma base that drives the length of the target. It's, it's a pumpkin killer. You can kill a pumpkin one shot. You can. Guaranteed. I personally killed a lot of coconuts. Coconuts. They, they explode into many pieces. It's pretty interesting if you ever get a chance. Do some target shooting with some coconuts. <laughs> I haven't tried coconuts it's, yet. It's enjoyable. But onions. Go get yourself a 10 or 15 pound bag of onions. Okay. They are the most fun. Because you put them out there at 100 yards or something, they're only two, three inches across. Mm-hmm. So, you know, standing offhand, they can be kind of challenging. Or put them out even farther. When you hit them, they pop. It's just this loud, big old whop sound and a big white cloud of, of onion juice and all of a sudden it smells like you're an in and out burger i mean it's <laughs> all right shooting that, is the I, best thing all right I've, I've done the coconut deal so now i'm going to do onions uh, you will come back an onion believer okay no doubt in my mind awesome no that's a lot of fun so the ar ar10 ar15 they're both very similar in appearance i mean they're both designed by stoner but so they say have the same box style magazine detachable box magazine in the same location all the controls are the same um but one does have to shoot a much larger round than the the 223 223 it's a 22 caliber diameter but there's a lot more powder behind it than your 22 long rifle so some people will think that a uh, uh 22 long rifles well doesn't have any power. What could a two twenty three have? Well, they, they have significantly a lot of power. more, yes. exponentially, and and also with the similarities, um, Magpul mm-hmm. company I really like. Yeah, um, great. all made here in the USA. They make what is called furniture. And no longer in Colorado, and no longer in Colorado. Um, they <laughs> that was a side joke on the side. Um, they make furniture for both. Yeah. So they're. Um, 
their buttstock, uh, magazines for them, and, and they work great. They're very durable. Uh, Barbie for men. <laughs> the AR-15 and the AR-10, they're Barbie for men. Let's just face it. We want to accept. Let's just say G.I. Joe. How's that? Uh, okay. Hey, so our, one of our, our friends here, Earl Harris, was he's held up a sign behind the uh, the glass here talking about shooting the onion. smells like in and out He says, I want my target animal style. So exactly. that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that totally derailed my train of thought. I'm looking over thinking, now that's good humor right there. <laughs> we, have to, we have to applaud it when it comes through. Earl, nicely done. Nicely good job, done. Earl. Okay, so how often do you get to shoot? Well, with my political involvement, not as much as before. I was doing training courses at least three or four or even five of those every single year besides regularly training. Um, now I get out to a course perhaps once a year and then train only a few times, at least once a quarter. How about your kids? Uh, my oldest daughter started shooting rifle when she turned 12. In some ways, I think that I waited a little too long. But that was when she started feeling comfortable. She had a little twenty two rifle. Um, it wasn't semi auto, it was just it was just your regular bolt action. And now she has a semi auto um Smith and Wesson AR fifteen twenty two that she has a lot of fun with. Uh she's she's capable and wait till she shoots onions. Wait till she shoots onions. You have my commitment, Philip. I'm gonna I'm gonna take her out and shoot some onions next now, time. No, onions aren't as fun with the twenty two because it's just not enough power, but get the big guns out there on your onion. That's we'll, where we'll you're have those have with. It. Exactly. We'll have those with. How about the younger ones? So the younger one, um, Kiata, her name is we just call her mamas. She just turned nine. So we've had her hold the twenty two rifle. Um, she's really just an airsoft at this point because she feels that that little twenty two is a little too heavy for her still. Well, no problem. So, you know, one of the things, though, that when they are younger and you have firearms in the house, right? Oh, yes. They have to understand what they are, what they do. How did you have that talk with them? So this goes back to the point I was making about education. Instead of telling people that guns are evil, that which is not true, simply letting them know that a gun like anything else in the house is a tool and it's how we use that tool and certain tools have a more dangerous factor to them than others like for example an automobile that's what my family fixes for a living well 40,000 people die in this country every single year from an automobile that doesn't mean we need to ban them and 85 in France on and, a bad and, summer day yeah, that was that was terrible yes i know exactly what you're referring to but that doesn't mean we need to now ban cars no. it means we need to educate people about what it means to be a safe responsible driver well it's the same with the firearms so my my nine-year-old started being shown how to handle a firearm uh, when she was seven it's just a matter of physical strength for her to want to go out and start shooting right you know we talked about that the education and so forth the other thing is we need to talk about is um how do we stop people from misusing weapons you know in uh in the old days, people used to get drunk driving tickets, and it was almost not not even a big deal to them. Correct. In the 70s, early 80s. And then all of a sudden, Mothers Against Drunk Driving came out. And when Mothers Against Drunk Driving came out, it became a, it became a whole different animal because they got legislators to understand that those behaviors are criminal, and they have to be treated as such. And so the penalties for drunk driving escalated. And all of a sudden... You know, if you're out with a friend and you're having dinner and, and you have a beer, that's fine. They come around, hey, you want another one? You're making a conscious choice. If I have another beer, am I over the limit? And if I get caught being over the limit, number one, you don't want to hurt anybody. But number two, if you're arrested, it could materially change your life. And that's because the penalties for that are so high. And I believe the only way to stop firearm violence 
is to increase the penalties for the misuse in a violent manner to such a point that anybody who hurts someone with a firearm intentionally, we don't hear from them again. So there is no parole. There is no good time behavior. There's none of this crap like Jerry Brown letting off every felon in the world. We put them in jail. They stay in jail forever. We don't want to see these people again. That's the only way we're going to get the violence off our street is to take the violent criminals off of our street and not affect good citizens with what they own because that's the absolute wrong way to do it. Hey, I want to thank you for joining me. I'm sorry I'm out of time. I ran you to the end there. Uh, ben Clymer, uh, Ben Clymer's Auto Body. If you have an issue, go check them out. They will be more than happy to get uh, to take care of you. Thank you, Philip, for having me. Thanks for being here. When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside. The Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Moppin Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets for when you care enough to send the very best, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, by Evolution Sports in Redlands, and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.